Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Learn American English with This Guy, episode 106. And this is the live class that happened on September 5th, 2020. Uh, I hope I don't cough during this episode. If I do, it's only because of allergies. Maybe you have listened to the podcast where I came into contact with someone who has COVID. That was about five days ago, and I'm still feeling really good besides these crummy allergies. I used to have allergies just in the spring. Actually, There was a time in my life where I did not have allergies and we would call these seasonal allergies because it's just from the flowers and the air and I cough a little bit, have a stuffy nose and I take medication and it used to be only in the spring, but now for some reason it seems like it's year round. And every time I cough lately, I'm thinking, oh no, do I have COVID? Probably not. I should have those test results either today or tomorrow. And I'm sure it will come back negative. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, it would be great if you go ahead and give this podcast a Five-star rating if you are enjoying it. Last week was our biggest week. It was heard uh, for the most times last week, almost 2,000 listens. So that's a new record for the podcast. Uh, I have to thank each and every one of you for listening. Uh, So far, the podcast has been heard in 141 countries. I think that's almost all of them. How many countries are there? Maybe 190 something. So it's, it's getting there. Probably about 75% of the countries. Also, if you are looking for more English, there is the original video, of course, that comes from the YouTube channel. I'll put that in the show notes. But also, I'm becoming more active on Instagram. I've recently done a couple really short lessons on how to use the word skedaddle and the phrase wishy-washy. I think those are pretty funny English words. So you can follow me on Instagram if you want even more English. The link is also in the show notes. It's pretty much just American English with this guy. All right, we got about an hour of questions and answers I hope you learn a lot of English by the end of this show and be looking for the next one, which should be out any day. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right. Guess it's go time. Let's do it. We are live. Hopefully you're live with us. Camera's looking okay. Hopefully the audio is all right. How are we sounding? Can I hear anything? Maybe not. Hopefully the audio is good. That would be a shame. I'm sure you'll let me know if the audio is not great. Athens here from Greece. Naima is here from Algeria, right? Algeria. Zobeda's here from Iran. Was Shay is here? What's going on? <laughs> Aroni. Aroni. Aroni's here. Luke is here. Welcome. I can't hear myself. I'm hoping that you all can hear me just fine though. Eugene, the machine is here from Ukraine. I know that Ukraine started school already, and so I'm sure um, Eugene is busy. Let's see, it's a little concerning. I can't hear myself, but I figure I would get some messages that. Okay. Well, I have to watch an ad first, but hopefully uh, everybody has already watched an ad. If you got one, Aniko is here. Oh, Daniel's here from Brazil. Welcome. Angelo is here from Cutter. That's how I that that's how we pronounce it in English. Cutter. Sometimes you'll hear people say Qatar, but I think it's Cutter. I think it's Cutter. Originally from the Philippines though. Okay. Aroni says audio video good. All right, I won't worry about it anymore. Thank you. Welcome for joining us as an airplane flies overhead. That's good to see though. There was, a wa there was a little time when there were no airplanes in the sky. So it's a good thing that this airplane is in the sky. All right, let's do it. The way this works, I don't see any new... Oh, Victor. Maybe Victor's new. But uh, if you are new, don't forget to subscribe. And the way this works is I'm here for about an hour. I'll take your questions. The first cutter is correct, Shea says. The first cutter. Cutter is correct. Ah, Amina would like to know about sheets and towels. All right, so the way this, focus, focus. The way this works is I'm an English teacher. I've been one for 20 years. I know a little bit about English, know a little bit about American culture. Ask me, I will try to do the best I can to answer. We says relevant, I can get to that. I do believe before the chat started, Nico's here from Hungary. Um, that Amina had wondered, what does evil eye mean? It's a great question. Evil eye. Evil eye. So when you give someone the evil eye, that means you're upset with them. And it may look something like this. That's an angry face. And we might say you give that person the evil eye. Um, maybe, uh, oh, since my school is starting pretty soon, 
Eugene school has already started, I'm sure he's a good little boy in class, but maybe I have a student in class and they're talking in the corner. I might give them the evil eye to make them be quiet. And then if they don't listen to the evil eye, I will definitely let them know that I'm not happy, but it might start off with the evil eye, maybe a finger point. Um, a lot of American parents will say it's rude to point. So, but maybe an evil eye and a point. Hope that helps Amina. And um, she would like to know about, uh, what would you like to know about sheets and towels and hotels? Basically, um, if you're there for one night, you know, the sheets and towels be, will be provided. Now, my family is a family of four. Often, for some reason, the hotel will only give you three bath towels. We call it bath towels or the big ones. And hand towels are the smaller ones. So they might only give you three bath towels to start out with. But if my family of four will be taking a shower at some point, uh, you may have to go to the reception desk. Maybe you saw that in the video I made about visiting an American hotel and they will give you more towels. You can pretty much get as many towels as you want. When you visit the pool, there are additional towels there. And if you stay in a hotel multiple nights, more than one night, they will change your sheets for you. So I hope that helps. You, it comes with the cost. You don't have to pay extra. We was wondering relevant. What does relevant mean? Well, it means that it's important. It uh, means that it might help you out. Like um, if you were studying American history, it might be relevant for you to know about the three branches of government we have. And that's on my mind right now because I'm teaching social studies for the first time ever. I'm teaching English and social studies. So relevant just means um, it's, it's, it's helpful. Um, if I did a whole lesson on, I'm trying to think of something very obscure for English, um, knowing your action verbs is definitely relevant when studying English, but maybe medical terms aren't really relevant for you because you're not a doctor, you don't plan on visiting the hospital, or maybe you just need to know some basic medical terms. So relevant means you know, connected to the subject. I hope that helps, I hope that helps. Mary says that I'm an early bird. Yeah, I, I tried to go to bed last night late I went to bed at about 10.30, still, five o'clock in the morning, I'm awake, I can't go back to sleep. All right, whoa, Zobeda. This is probably a question for everyone, so feel free, that would be great to answer this in the comments. Um, let's see, <coughs> excuse me, is intelligence innate? Let me copy and paste that. So is intelligence innate? innate. I might want to discuss innate right here. Uh, okay, so um, innate means like you're born with it. Um, you might want to like talk about 
instincts. Nobody has to teach you how to breathe. That's innate. You come out of the womb knowing how to breathe most of the time, right? And sometimes the doctor has to spank the baby, I think, get them to start breathing. But most of us, it's innate. We just breathe. We just know how. So her question here, and the great thing about this is that there isn't a right or wrong answer. It's, it's kind of your opinion. Uh, I think you can back both of these sides up with some science. And as a teacher for 20 years, um, I think I can shed a little light, just what I've learned um, anecdotally. That's a big word, anecdotally. It means no scientific backing. It's just what I've witnessed anecdotally. I, I don't know how to spell that. Anecdotally. So I do believe that uh, a lot of intelligence is inherited from the parents. I do think that at birth, some people just have the innate ability to learn. But, and then, okay, Zobeda, I don't want to get too deep into this, but we could also talk about. Um, this whole thing, uh, I'm, I won't go into it now, but nature versus nurture. That's what we call it in English. How much of the parents affect what the child does? So I would say that at birth, some people just have an advantage to learn better. Maybe their parents will instill some sort of work ethic. But I think um, at some point, everybody has the ability to improve themselves through learning? That's a great question. I could spend this whole live chat talking about it, but nice, nice. Good question, good question. Uh, Aniko is wondering, what does turbulent times mean? So if you are ever on a flight, the pilot may come on the loudspeaker and say, please fasten your seatbelts we are going to experience some turbulence, turbulence. That's the noun. When you change it to an adjective to describe the times, and that, that means your plane's gonna probably bounce around. So turbulent times means that there is, a, it, it's rocky. Um, there's a lot of bad stuff going on. Right now, we are definitely living in turbulent times, especially in the United States. We have the coronavirus, we have people out of work, we have rioting in the streets. Uh, you know, these are definitely turbulent times. And if you look at American history in the 1960s, it was pretty turbulent in the United States. Again, a lot of riots because of race, a lot because of race. Uh, so yeah, we are living in turbulent times. I hope that helps. And Angelo, says cutter cutter is the correct way thank you so much thank you so much sam the taiwanese must be here because we said he's doing well glad to hear that um angelo i think had a question here simon welcome welcome i don't remember that name oh dear oh dear um, let's talk about this question here. I do have a whole playlist on this. I really can't answer it now, but 
when you're talking about the past simple, it basically means that action has already happened. And when you talked about, uh, oh, the present perfect, ooh, that's a little bit more difficult with the tenses. But if you check on the playlist I have of irregular verbs, that might help. But that would be um, a little bit difficult to go into in this live chat. And to be honest, a lot of viewers hate grammar and I lose viewers when I talk too much about grammar. So I'm going to sort of skip that one for now. Sort of skip that one. Oh, Simbot. Oh, and Simbot had a great question about swishing yesterday. And if you check out my Instagram, if I was a really good YouTuber, I would have all these links. I did a video answering Simbot's question about swish. And I also added a basketball term because we have that term swish in basketball. Let me, I'll, I'll, look at this. I will try to be somewhat of a good YouTuber and link the Instagram. I'm doing um, maybe three or four videos a week on Instagram. They're super short because now I have to worry about the YouTube algorithm. So I don't want to put up like super short videos on YouTube because YouTube may say, ah, nobody wants to watch that. And then they won't show you the videos. You won't, it won't pop up in your suggested. But Simbot is wondering what's the difference between eradicate and, Ooh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I can talk about um, eradicate though. So I don't know that second word. So, uh, probably not very common in English. Gosh, maybe I should look it up. It actually is telling me that there's a spelling, spelling mistake. So I'm not sure about that other one. But eradicate, eradicate this one with the E, it means to completely erase, to completely erase. So it would be nice if racism was eradicated from society. Wow, some big words there. Eradicated. It means to completely eliminate. And we're still working on that in this country. I think most countries are still working on that. Ah, Mary. Hey, thanks for tagging me too, by the way. Um, I will see that question a little bit more like plainly if you at me, if you put that little at sign. I'll see, look at this. So Mary's question, my name shows up in red. So I'm like, oh, there's a question. So she would like me to make a complete statement with the term running on fumes. Yeah, so running on fumes, it comes from like the car, okay? Um, so, um, just got an email uh, from someone very important, but I'll, I'll, I'll answer them later. Um, running on fumes comes from a car. So obviously you have to put gasoline, you have to put gasoline in a car and when you're almost on empty, if you've ever filled your car, you, you might see those fumes. It's fumes, almost like gas, you can see. So if your car is running on fumes, 
it means it's almost on empty. Like you're going to run out of gas and you need to fill up pretty soon. Maybe you saw my video on phrasal verbs while we drive. But a person can also be running on fumes, meaning they are really tired and they need to crash or they need to go to sleep pretty soon. So maybe they've been studying all night for a test and then it's like, oh, I'm going to fall asleep. I need to go to bed pretty soon. I'm gonna spend five more minutes studying. That means you're running on fumes. Friday nights, I don't know about you guys, but after a long work week, I'm often running on fumes on Friday nights, just like, whoa. All right, so I hope that helps. Great question, Mary. Great question, Mary. All right, I'm gonna skip down into the chat if I happen to uh, miss your question, I didn't skip it. Please ask it again. Uh, Michelle is wondering, do you agree with the statement? You've got to keep your nose to the grindstone. I mean, I do. I do. I think if uh, some people are just super intelligent or whatever, maybe they don't have to work very hard. I have to work really hard to uh, to keep up. So that excuse me, that statement means a grindstone. If you need to sharpen a knife, we might call that a grindstone. So it grinds uh, the edge of the knife down to make it sharp. So grind is a verb, hopefully you know. Um, so I don't know why you would want to put your nose on something that sharpens a knife. But when we say nose to the grindstone, it means you have to work really hard. So you wake up early, you try to get your work done. Eagles fly, I just saw him pop up from East Timor. Welcome back, welcome back. Uh, Eugene is wondering, great question. Maybe you saw my video, I did have a COVID test. Uh, Eugene is wondering, does anyone have to pay for a COVID test in the United States? No, no, <clears throat> excuse me. Our little drink of water here. Our president, um, say what you want about him. Uh, very early on, he said that no one would ever have to pay for a COVID test. So that doesn't mean they're free. It just means our tax dollars stay hydrated. Who said that, Daniel? Um, it just means our tax dollars are going to pay for it. So uh, we've already paid for them. You don't have to pay. Sometimes we might say out of pocket. You don't have to pay out of pocket. And I can't get this water open. You Out of pocket, it means uh, additional money. Uh, we don't have to pay out of pocket for our COVID tests. I had a COVID test on Friday. I didn't have to pay for it. I hope that helps. Madi. Madi is here. Welcome. Members, if you want, check your members tab, silver and gold members. I'll plug myself for just a second. We are going to have a members Zoom chat right after this. And so if you would like to become a silver or gold member, there is a little tab for you. 
and click on that and it will take you to the Zoom meeting we will have in about 40 minutes, 40 minutes. Let's see, more questions. Angelo is answering Daniel's question. He said he's doing all is good, he said. That's great, all is good. Uh, thank you, Naima. Uh, she's saying that she hopes the test will be negative. I, it's been five days since I've had contact with the person who tested positive for COVID. And um, they said about after about six days, like you're probably not going to get sick, but we were wearing masks. You know, I, I think I'm good. I'm feeling really good. Thank you. A uh, couple uh, people have reached out to me uh, wondering how I've been feeling. I know Aroni, uh, Rod has. So yeah, thank you guys. I'm feeling really good. Angelo is wondering, uh, no, um, no, this is just a regular water bottle. There's uh, no, no Wilbur. Wilbur has been recycled. Uh, Cecilia was wondering about Wilbur. He, he went into the recycling. Galtran, what is going on? He says, hi, Brent. I hope you're well. Could you please clarify in the U.S., do you have cars that use liquid gas uh, but natural gas, man, that's a good question. I don't know, to be honest. The only two types of cars that I know of are gasoline cars, cars that run on gasoline, which I would say 95% of our cars are run on gasoline. You might see hybrid, and that's the term we use for mostly gasoline, but a little bit electric. And then there also is electric cars. So, but I don't know about the natural gas. I don't think so, though, to be honest. I don't think so. But um, Shay is wondering, do Americans drink from the tap? The tap. I'm going to change that a little bit, okay? Tap. Um, hello. Yeah, we uh, somewhat do. If you saw that video I made about water, I think I just published it yesterday. Um, in the town that I live in, our tap water has a mineral taste or a metallic taste. So it tastes a little bit like metal. So I have a filter. I showed that in my fridge. But it depends on what city you're in. Some cities have better tap water than others. Uh, see, I thought Daniel highlighted what no wait have i ever drunk that water from jaden smith's company no i haven't i i barely know jaden smith isn't that will will smith's son wasn't he the karate kid at one time no i didn't and um erroni said that <laughs> said that he likes the fancy water uh you know i think it's just pretty much tap water right dasani is made by coke and i think it's just tap water with a filter. So I just drink my own tap water at home. This, this is, this is, this is bottled water, obviously. Not, it probably from the tap. It's the Walmart brand. Great value. It's the Walmart brand. It's just, I will, I am less likely to spill this water during a live stream. So the mouth, this is the mouth of the bottle. The mouth of the bottle is a bit more narrow, so if I, if, if I was drinking from a glass, I'd probably dribble it 
on myself. So I don't want to do that. We'll just use the bottled water. All right, Mary had a, another question I was highlighted in. Whoa, okay. I don't know about what radical forgiveness is. But her other question is, what does it mean when someone has become radicalized? If someone has become radicalized, almost you will hear the term brainwashed too. But radicalized almost means like someone has gotten into their head, brainwashed them, and they have become dangerous. It could be because of a political party. It could be because of religion. But radicalized is a, a dangerous term. And that person might kill other people because of a radical, a, a very different religious belief or political belief. I hope that helps. It's a, it's a pretty difficult term to answer. And I tried to answer it in um, as basic English as I know. And Mary, if you've seen that video about Meet the Community, Mary's English is not basic at all. But I was trying to do it for the, uh, the 43 people that were in this chat. Welcome, welcome. Ing, Ing, Ing is here. Ah, what's the difference between see and look? Oh my gosh. Um, I will use both of these in a sentence. They're, they're very similar. We might use them just slightly different. I don't know why I'm thinking of a duck, but let's say a duck was on my lawn. I could say, oh, I see that duck. I see that duck. But I might tell another person, oh, look, look at that duck. So they're both very similar um, and very hard to explain the difference. Um, Often when you're looking for information, you might look online for that information. So looking is almost like you're seeking it out, almost. Seeking it out. You might look it up in a book, look it up online. But seeing you don't have to look very far it's like right in front of your eyes you you just see it oh look i see the sky is blue i hope that helps i don't know if that was uh, exactly clear because those two words are almost the same thing but seeing is a lot easier to do looking almost like you don't see it right then and you have to maybe turn your head to look at it or you have to look it up online, look it up in a book, tell another person to look. Oh, look up in the sky. I see an airplane. I hope that helps. hope that helps. Oh, but Simbot, look what she says. She says, you may be looking at something, but you don't see it. So the seeing comes first, maybe, and then the looking. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Good point. I hope that helps. Muhammad is here. Welcome. Victor is here. All right. Whoa. Okay. Brent, AKA Mr. Consistency. Thank you, sir. If somebody is consistent, it means they are doing the same thing. And it's a good thing. It's a good thing. 
So Brent, AKA, also known as, that's where that, that's what that means. AKA, also known as, also known as. All right, this looks like a rather difficult question. Oh, but not as difficult as Timur's. Welcome from Turkey. Um, causative verbs. Oh my God. I can't, I can't, I can't. Timur, I would have to do some research on this. I'm sorry. I will copy your question. I saw it. I just can't answer it. Oh my gosh. Woo. That's some upper level stuff right there. Maybe I'll make a video on that. So AKA Mr. Consistency. Is it common in daily life to use hours to refer to location Six o'clock behind you, 12 o'clock forward. I usually see it in movies and then the army. Yeah, it's not that common. I was editing a video this morning about going to breakfast with Jamie. And I actually do talk about putting your silverware in the four o'clock position. So um, basically what Victor is saying, if you look at the... If you look at a clock, an old clock, maybe us boomers are more familiar, but six o'clock, like he says, is behind you. Um, police will often say, I have your six. It means I have your back. I have your six. 12 o'clock is what you see in front of you. But if you look off to the side, like for me staring, like that's my one o'clock, that's my 11 o'clock, that's my three o'clock. That's my nine o'clock. So it's to answer your question, no, it's not that common. But the police will use it and the military will use it. So good question. Good question. Maz is here. Welcome. I wonder if all of the continents are represented. So we have North America. I saw... Amina's here from Canada. We's here from New York. I'm here from the United States. And then we have uh, South America. I did see Rod in here. Uh, Daniel is here from Brazil. Both of them are from Brazil. Um, uh, Cecilia is here. So South America is well represented. We got Australia, Naima, Africa. And so we got Europe. I saw Nico here. She's from Hungary. So I think all the continents, Eugene, Ukraine. Oh. Ukraine is still Europe, though. Um, Mahdi. Mahdi is here from Asia. I think we have all the continents represented. Welcome, everyone. Uh, Daniel is wondering, I've seen Americans saying, I've saw. Is it common? Yeah, probably. Well, Corey's here from France. I was talking with uh, Corey in the comments section a while ago. Welcome, Corey. Um, I've saw, yeah, obviously it's wrong, uh, cause you should say I've seen, but you know, Americans will use incorrect pronunciation all the time, all the time. So red star shadow, welcome, welcome red star shadow. What does demeanor mean? What does demeanor mean? Um, that basically means 
a person's natural state. So it's how they act normally. So you may say, oh, they have a nice demeanor. So that person is usually nice. And you may say, oh, stay away from that person. Their demeanor is not that great. Um, you might hear also very close to that is disposition. We often talk about that with animals, maybe like dogs. So you could say that dog has a nice disposition, meaning if nothing's bothering them, like they're pretty chill most of the time. So demeanor is usually used for people. Disposition is used for animals for the most part. Shea is wondering, what does wuss mean? What does wuss mean? <laughs> okay. That is a, that's a Southern American saying. I don't, I don't, no, actually, yeah, you might hear it up here. Pud is another one. I'll talk about pud in a second. But wuss and pud are names, definitely slang, but they're used for people who are weak. Oh, come on. Don't be a wuss. I'm going to use the party on Friday night. I always use that. Like, maybe your friends want you to go to the party. Maybe they want you to meet a girl there or a boy, right? Maybe they want you to date someone. And you may say, nah, I'm too shy. You say, don't be a wuss. Come on. Do it. Wuss. Oh, uh, Maz says they use wuss in Australia. So, pud is short basically it, it's so you could also call that person don't be a pud that would be a probably a southern thing but it stands for pudding like a food that's very soft so come on don't be a pud ask her out or ask him out yeah wuss that's a good word actually wuss i think it comes from i don't even want to say but i think it comes from a, a pretty dirty word it starts with a P. Cats are sometimes called it. I think it comes from that. I think it comes from that word. Wuss. Oh, geez. Oh, oh. Michelle is wondering, do I watch Russell Peters? I think he's a comedian, right? And I, I think he's British. A British comedian. Uh, I remember seeing him a little while back. I believe that guy is pretty funny. Pretty funny. All right, Rod. Uh, Renan. Renan. One of Rod's students. Uh, Rod also, if you, are, if you haven't seen that video Rod and I did together, he knows a lot about English. He's very good. Natural Portuguese speaker, but near native English. And I believe he does tutoring on the side. So if you are looking for someone... Oh! Somebody reached out to me on Instagram yesterday, wondered if I did private tutoring. I don't. I don't. I just don't have enough time. But uh, Rod, I will give her your name. So Rod has a student, Renan, and he is wondering. So if Rod, um, if you need some tutoring, look, look up Rod there. He's very good. Um, why the sentence strangers in the night doesn't have or accept an at? Ah, before night. 
I don't know. Uh, Strangers in the Night is, I believe, a very old song, way before I was born, by Frank Sinatra. Strangers in the Night. Uh, that's a good question. Prepositions are kind of weird. But basically, I think that song is about two people meeting and probably falling in love. So it's definitely, you could think of it as more like poetry. And definitely if we would say strangers at the night, yeah. And maybe a little bit of slang too, but it's just a, a saying that I think people our generation, Rod and I are the same age, would know. But I don't think my kids would know if I ever said stranger than in the night. But it comes from a song and it is a little poetic, so maybe that's the reason. I don't know. Good question. Good question. Mary. Please simplify these terms for us. All right. So shoving a point down their throat. Let's talk about that one first. So I would basically say shove it down someone's throat. And what that means, if you shove something down someone's throat, it's probably you have said it many times and they probably don't want to hear it anymore. Like you're, sometimes you'll hear force feeding, you're force feeding them. So as a teacher, you never want to shove something down someone's throat. You want them to understand the material, but if you just, sometimes you'll hear uh, beating a dead horse. It's just when you say your opinion too much, it's like, okay, we get it. Stop shoving it down my throat. I, I understand that you want me to study more, but sometimes the students will just turn a deaf ear on you. So there's a couple different sayings we have for that, shoving it down someone's throat. Uh, to tie to tie something in a knot, it means you complicate things. It, it means you make it way too difficult. When it could be a simple solution, you make it more difficult. You tie it in a knot. You you make it more more difficult. Oh man, think about your phone charger. Unless you have wireless charging, think about your phone charger. And that thing gets tied up in a knot. You're like oh, or your earphones or your earbuds, earphones, headphones, those things get tied up in a knot. You're like, oh, oh. okay. Hope that helps. Hope that helps. <coughs> uh, there are, it looks like some new people in here. So uh, if you haven't hit that subscribe button, I try to go live once or twice a week with school starting for me. It is becoming a little bit more difficult, but if a lot of people like Sundays at this time, I might be able to do that. Um, and I'm sorry, Miho, I don't think she's here. It's really late in Japan. I do see Mega here. I think it's getting late in India, but. Uh, anklets. So Mega's wondering about anklets. So a oh, I'm actually wearing a bracelet, uh, a friendship bracelet. My daughter made this for me. A long time ago, many months ago, might have been last summer, and it's fading, but 
I just keep it on. So a bracelet goes on your wrist. You would think it would be called a wristlet, but it's not. A bracelet goes on your wrist and an anklet, same thing, but it goes on your ankle. I am not wearing an ankle bracelet right now or an anklet, so I can't show it to you, but Mohammed is here. Mohammed, the air traffic controller. Welcome. Welcome from Iraq. Okay, so there is some, uh, maybe some Arabic script. I'm sorry, I don't know your name. Or maybe Persian script. But this person is, the mail is being delivered on a Sunday. That doesn't usually happen in the United States, but hello. The mail truck is here. Let's see if I can get a shot of the mail truck going by. One of my neighbors must have ordered something special. Oh. He's driving on. I thought he was stopping at the at my next door neighbor's house. That's what we call the house right next door. We would say my next door neighbor's house, but it's not. Um, what's the difference between effect and influence? Um, there's really not a difference. There really isn't a difference. Effect, and that is the correct with the A. That's correct. And influence. Uh, how about let's say there's no difference. There's no difference. Um, a new term, though, in English, within the last year or two, is an influencer. An influencer, and that is a person who has a lot of followers on maybe YouTube, a lot of subscribers, or followers on Instagram or TikTok, and they can affect how their viewers react or they can influence them. So maybe if they use a certain type of face cream, that's a, that's a TikTok thing that's going around now, um, they might influence a person with what they buy for face cream. Or may, they might affect the way that person buys face cream. So those two words are, are pretty much the same. But you might hear that new term, Influencer, influencer, TikTok influencer, TikTok famous. No, Daniel, no. Daniel says Brent is definitely an influencer. No, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Not true. Uh, oh, dear. Mohammed has a very difficult job. Air traffic controller. If um, you don't know what that profession is in English. It's basically, he's talking about Baghdad International Airport. Mohammed is going to be responsible for making sure airplanes don't crash into each other. So no pressure, Mohammed, no pressure. We sometimes say that in English. No pressure. No, don't worry. Man. All right, man. Keep everybody safe. Let us know how it goes. Ah, so Mega is saying that women in India wear anklets. Ah, yes. Yeah, some women in the United States also wear anklets. I'm not sure if my wife or daughter does, but yeah, especially in the summer, you know, warmer months, they might put a, might put a, 
Uh, Brent, do many Americans have freckles on their faces when they are little? Um, I think so. Like, I, I think I kind of have freckles. In the winter, I don't have freckles, but when my face sees the sun, my freckles come out a little bit more. Uh, Jamie, if you've ever seen my wife on here, she definitely has freckles. But um, oftentimes, yes, children will have the freckles and then they go away when they get older. I think I did not have freckles as a kid. Now I get them in the sun. Also wrinkles. Also wrinkles. So, unfortunately. Mohammed, another Mohammed, Mohammed Me is in the UK. Welcome. Uh-oh. Some of these questions are getting hard. Maria is here. Welcome. Okay, um, Maria has a great question. What is the best way to learn grammar? Now, and it actually came up in the... Oh, uh, my buddy just emailed me. The guy that... Um, that I work with who has COVID right now. And I sent a, an email to him yesterday. I said, man, how you doing, man? How are you doing? I wanted to make sure that um, <coughs> he wasn't too sick. Um, I can read his email right here. Oh, okay. So he says, I'm sorry I didn't get back to you yesterday. I'm feeling a lot better today. I've lost my taste and my smell, which is rather annoying, but I think I'm recovering. He says, thanks for checking in and I hope you stay healthy. So um, that's pretty common, right? When someone gets COVID, a sure sign is that they lose their sense of taste and their sense of, of smell. So that I think that's a sure sign that they are Luckily, I, I can smell this water and it smells like water to me. So I know I don't have COVID. That's, that's a bad dad joke, right? Water doesn't smell. Water doesn't smell. Does that mean I have COVID? Water never smells. So that's fine. I had breakfast this morning. It tasted good. So I think I'm good. All right, let's get back to the, uh, the chat here. I thought some people might be interested in reading that email, as I did, as I did. In real time, we might call it. Uh, Madi is saying, no, you don't have COVID. Yeah, and Aroni is saying dad joke. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Bad dad. Uh, that's, are people, I'm surprised viewers are not leaving. They're like, this guy? He thinks that's a joke? Click. Click. Uh, yeah, I don't have COVID. I'm, I'm pretty, my wife heard you say, Oh, great. Oh, Muhammad's wife. How are you? Welcome. You have a good man. He must have worked very hard to become an air traffic controller. I know they don't just give anybody that job. You have to go through a lot of training. A lot of lives depend on your husband. Mayor, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, happy that you feel well. Thank you. What's the difference between notion and idea? Mm. So they're really, really very close. Maybe notion is just like a really small idea. I mean, they're both ideas, but you might say to someone, if you have like a little feeling, 
you might say, I have the notion that you thought my joke was not very funny as the neighbor's dog barks. Yeah, I got the feeling that you didn't think my joke was funny. I got the notion that you didn't think my joke was funny. I got the idea that you didn't think my joke was funny. So you can use both notion and idea the same way. So there's dogs barking and people yelling. Just need to go, I need to know if I need to go over there and protect somebody. I think I'm good though. I think they're just playing. Um, yeah, so notion and idea, pretty much the same thing. Maybe notion is a little idea. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Um, so Rod is asking, uh, is might definitely a replacement for can? That's a good question. I don't know what MPDT stands for. So... I actually, I actually answered this very question in a video called Trash Day in the United States. Might, could. I would say that could is more closely related to can. So um, check out that video I did because I had more time to think about it. But <clears throat> I think there's some dogs visiting my neighbor. I think everything's fine. Um... So I could go to school tomorrow. I have the ability to go to school tomorrow, but I can't because of that COVID test. So uh, yeah, check out that video, Trash Day in the United States. I think you added Brazilian Portuguese subtitles to that. So can and could are more closely related. Naima says she likes the freckles or likes freckles. Yeah. I like freckles too. <laughs> Nico is wondering what's happening there. Should we go investigate? We could go investigate. It might be a little creepy, but they're just right. They're just right over here. They're right. I can't quite see them. They're on the other side of the house, but I think it's a couple dogs playing. My neighbor has a dog and his, his kids who are in their twenties, they live somewhere else. They have a dog, and I think they're visiting. I think that's what that white car is. Oh, is more. Oh, okay, is more. Is more. Yeah, Rod, I hope that helps. Yeah, Madi, I think maybe they did see a stream. That the screaming the kind of worried me because there were human screams along with the dog barking. Um, their house has been broken into before, way before we moved here. I think it was maybe 10 or 15 years ago. My neighborhood is super safe, but somebody wandered into their house when they were sleeping one night, many, many years ago. <coughs> Excuse me. Move your cam a little. Move my cam a little. Oh, is that better? Is that better? Is that better? Yeah, uh, go on is wondering, was it a thief? I, I don't know because the man who lives there, his name is Ron, he heard something in his kitchen and he went in and the person got spooked, got spooked, got a little scared 
and left. So they called the police. They weren't sure if that person was coming in to rob them. That um, doesn't seem like they had a weapon. They just ran out of the house. So I'm not sure if they were going in to, to steal anything or not, but it was weird. So luckily that has not happened to me or my family, but Ivana is here. Welcome, Ivana. Ivana. Looking. Oh, is that true? I, uh, Rod is saying I didn't grow old and I haven't gotten grumpy. That's why I have freckles still. That could be. It could be. Christopher, it smells like water, right? Christopher, it smells like water. Um, interesting though. Do you guys ever have that smell of rain? Rain sometimes smells. Like, um, so, right here. We call, we call that tar. We might call that tar. But when the rain hits the tar for the first time, there is a smell. There is a smell. So, rain, yeah, and dirt, yes. Uh, when rain falls on the dirt. So, <laughs> Daniel says, I got a gun. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, I don't even know how to load the bullets. So, I don't think that would help me. Maybe, Christopher, he was looking for breakfast cereal. He was in the kitchen. Maybe he was about to open the fridge and get something to eat. But it would be very rude, right? Uh, Amina is wondering, Brent, do you have a dog? No, I don't. Um, because I have allergies. My daughter has allergies. And we take um, medication every day for it. And still, sometimes... I cough and I sneeze. And so for the last couple days, every little cough I had, what, is that allergies or is that COVID? And of course, I knew it was allergies. I mean, the first day or so, I was a little worried. I'm not going to lie, but we were wearing masks. So I think we're good. Oh, go on. Has in installed... Um, Basically, that stands for like closed circuit television. Um, so even when you're not in your house, I think, go on. I think that means you can see what's going on inside your house, right? Um, so uh, I've mentioned a couple times I've gone to a camp. I've gone to my sister's camp and they have uh, closed uh, circuit TV. That's what it's called, right? Closed circuit TV. So when they're not at their camp, when they're at their house, they can see the front door to see if anybody has walked inside. Uh, oh, Marty says, it looks like I slept well last night. I did. I did. So Jamie and Ace, my son, are in New Hampshire right now because there's a hockey game there. So they weren't home last night. They stayed in a hotel and I had the bed all to myself. So I slept really well. Yeah, I did. I slept really well. <clears throat> uh, Aroni, Aroni. Where were we when we were talking about the mattress? I think it was Bob the Canadian's chat. So yeah, the mattress, Rod has said is, is a male mattress, is a male mattress. But yeah, that mattress, uh, people might want the mattress. 
people might want the mattress. If you've never seen the mattress, well, there's an emoji of the mattress. Uh, Go on says hockey dad is busy. Yeah, so because of the virus, they're only allowing one parent to watch. So I I can't I can't go in there. Um, Bob the Canadian can say Ethan's name really well. I don't dare to. So Ethan from Greece wonders, do I have a king size bed? No, unfortunately, I only have a queen size bed. So in the United States, how we call our beds, I think there's actually a super king that's even bigger than a king, but we got the king, which is usually the biggest bed, the queen, the full, and then the twin. If you're wondering about the different names for beds in English that we say, king, queen, full, twin, a four, four, maybe that's super king. Madi's wondering how many siblings do I have? Yeah, that's fine. Um, I have a brother and I have a sister and they are both younger. I was the, still am, I am the oldest sibling. I am the older brother. I'm the older brother. Um, Aaron, he says that American beds are bigger, are they? Uh, in the breakfast video that I was editing this morning, I talk about Texas toast because that's what I ordered and everything is bigger in Texas. Maybe you've heard that saying. So the, the toast is really thick. I ordered Texas toast. So Mary is wondering, what does it mean by saying this sentence? I've been sort of in a rut out there on the ranch. I don't know about the ranch thing. Um, So if you're in a rut, it means you've been a little depressed. So you've been out of sorts. That's maybe a little, a little bit more British, but we use that here. If you're, it's just not quite feeling right. And I've never heard about out there. I think it would be out there on the ranch. I would say I would probably change that preposition to out there on the ranch but a ranch is a type of house you might find in texas you might find in the middle of the country um but it almost sounds like that might be an idiom for something that we don't use in this country but in a rut means a little depressed you can't find your way you're not you're not feeling it lately so Hope that helps. Yeah, Angelo is wondering, are we Zooming later? Yeah, and by later, like literally, um, like one minute. Yeah, we, uh, country ranch style meal. Yeah, ranch has a different, uh, a couple different ways to use ranch. Americans, a lot of us love ranch dressing on everything, pretty much. On our salad, on our chicken wings. Uh, so yeah, if you would like to become a member, uh, silver and gold members, check your tab. There's a members tab. Check your tab if you would like, because we are going to do uh, a Zoom chat for about a half an hour, 40 minutes or so, if you would like to. 
don't mess with Texas. That's right. Don't mess with Texas. Texas. Sometimes we say that. Texas. Um, if you are uh, any kind of member, bronze members, I'm doing some videos for my students with vocabulary. Those are actually going to be available to members. I would put it on the YouTube channel, but I have to worry if the video doesn't do well, then YouTube will stop showing my videos to people. There's this whole thing called the algorithm, but it doesn't matter what I put on for members. And some members have said they find it helpful. So there are some bonus videos if you become a member, any member, bronze, silver, or uh, gold. But uh, silver and bronze members, uh, there's about 25 or so. So we're going to go and do a Zoom chat right now. But I hope that this was helpful. Um, check out the Instagram. I'm going to put a new lesson on there about wishy-washy. Wishy-washy. So Mary, check your Facebook. Uh, there, there might be a link there for you for the Zoom if you would like to join. So thank you so much, everybody. Roman, thank you. Mary, thank you. Daniel, maybe I'll see you in a little bit. Um, oh, this is some of my funnest uh, moments of the week, talking with all of you, and it makes me feel good that I might possibly be helping you. So thank you so much. Always a good time. All right. Ethan said it was a good time or a good stream, a good live stream, I think he said. So thank you so much. Naima is throwing the flowers. You guys are the best. It's, it's super fun. Um, and I'm going to try to do a midweek one in the middle of the week because I can't go to school. So it'll probably be three o'clock in the afternoon. That's right when I finish school and I'll already be home. So I'm going to try to do a midweek live stream. So thank you all. I hope it helped. Uh, have a good rest of the day or maybe it's almost night where you're